Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Peter Mansfield, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Daggy Woodman, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. I ask him to speak to us and he should speak to us in a way that we'll understand. Just lift up your voice and just bless him right now. Bless him. Father, we bless you. We give you glory. We give you praise. We give you glory. Speak to us in a way that will understand, oh God, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. We bless you, Jesus. We bless you, Jesus. If you are at home, just lift up your voice and just begin to bless him right now. Bless him right now. Bless him right now. Bless him right now. Bronti palo bacanda, brento tibala, yanto la basondo riasso talimo sacaba, bramando basi calibaba, ripaboba, brento libaba, branto ribas, ke paloba, leco lima soba. We bless you, we bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. We give you glory. You deserve praise and glory, Lord, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. wisdom, practical and pragmatic wisdom to run our lives in the name of Jesus. And everybody said, Amen. Wonderful. You may be seated. 
Well, it's, it's good to see everybody. Um, hello to you all at home. It's good to see you and to come your way. This way, I believe that today God will speak to us. Amen. I want to start off by saying a big congratulations to all our matriculants. Um, I hear, I have heard good news from a couple of you. I've not heard any bad news yet. Um, so, it's good. Well done. My prayer is that you're able to move on to the next level, which is university education. And you press on from there. Say amen. amen. Wonderful. So, those of you who are writing this year, the battle is in your court. Okay? So, get up. The ball is in your court. Get up and bounce it. Amen. And I believe that if you work hard, you will do well. Amen. Wonderful. I want to continue with the series I'm, talk, I'm sharing. And I want to read our key scripture for this discussion. The Bible says, Jesus is speaking, Matthew chapter 10 verse 16, he says, Behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Be ye therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. Amen. So I give you a little insight into this scripture. Jesus says that he's sending us, us being you and I, in the midst of wolves. And whilst we are in the midst of wolves, we should use the wisdom of the snake or the serpent and be harmless as doves. Jesus says the presence of the wolves require a certain kind of wisdom. All right? The fact that we are among, we are in hostile territory requires a certain kind of wisdom. So he says the wisdom that you need is the wisdom of a serpent. And I said the word wise here is from the, the, the Greek word phronimos, which means practical and pragmatic wisdom. Amen. Jesus said we are in dangerous terrain, we are on dangerous terrain, and we are in hostile territory. So it's important that you and I are pragmatic and practical about things. That's the cannot any type of wisdom, but wisdom that is practical and is pragmatic. Amen. Wisdom that is realistic, wisdom that is achievable. Hallelujah. And he says, this is the wisdom to you. So, we've started to, to share from the book how to be as wise as a serpent. And I'm saying that there are many wisdom keys in that book. And it is important that throughout the year, not just in the month of January through February, but throughout the year, we read the book and meditate on the wisdom that is there. Because there are about 22 wisdom keys in that book. And... Each of them is important and significant to us. Hallelujah. So in this season, I'm sharing with you one of the wisdoms that is in that book, which is the wisdom of frugality. Amen. One of them. I'll come to another one. But right now, I'm sharing on one of the practical wisdoms of the serpent, which is frugality. And I said to be frugal means to, 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 to not waste opportunities, not waste resources, not waste time, not waste things, to spend wisely. Amen. This year, may you spend wisely. Amen. Proverbs 18, verse 9, the Bible says, He that is slothful at his work is brothers with a waster. He also that is slothful at work, at his work, is also brother to him that is a great waster. Somebody who's not frugal is somebody who's a waster. 
And I said, people waste things. But when it comes to snakes, one of the reasons why they have prevailed, they have survived over the years, is their ability not to waste food. They don't eat so much. They just eat little. But when they are eating, they eat everything. And a snake swallows a rat. It swallows the rat with everything. The eyes, the nose, the tail, everything. It doesn't even waste one bit. Amen. And I said, that's the wisdom that has kept the snake around. May your wisdom keep you around for a long time. Wonderful. So I started to talk about this thing of frugality. And I read a scripture from you, John chapter 6. Want to look at Jesus deployed that same wisdom skill or key, frugality. After these things, verse 1, Jesus went over the Sea of Galilee, which is the Sea of Tiberias. And a great multitude followed him because they saw his miracles, which he did on them that were diseased. Verse 3. And Jesus went up the mountain, and there he sat with his disciples, and the Passover, the feast of the Jews, were nigh. Verse 5. When Jesus then lifted up his eyes, he saw a great company come unto him, and saith unto Philip, When shall we buy bread that these may eat? And this he said to prove him, for he himself knew what he would do. Verse 7. Philip answered him, 200 penny worth of bread is not enough for them, that every one of them may take a little. One of the disciples, Andrew, Simon's brother, saith unto him, There is a lad here which has five barley loaves and two small fishes. But what are they among so many? And Jesus said, Make them sit down. Now there there was much grass in the place. So the men sat down in number about 5,000. And Jesus took the loaves, verse 11, and when he had given thanks, he distributed to his disciples and the disciples to them which were set down. Likewise of the fishes, as much as they will. And when they were filled, he said to his disciples, Gather up the crumbs, the fragments that remain, that nothing should be lost. Therefore they gathered them together and filled twelve baskets with the fragments of the five barley loaves, which remained over and above unto them that had eaten. Amen. Put your hands together for the word of God. So this is a famous story we all know about. I don't want to go much into it, but Jesus was faced with a situation where he had more people to feed than what was available. And this is how it played out. And I said, this year, when we are talking about not wasting, I started to give you keys to help not to waste because, or to spend wisely. Because many of us to waste so many things. We waste opportunities. We waste money, resources. We waste relationships. You know, God blesses your life with these things that I've mentioned. Opportunities. Resources. And relationships. Hallelujah. Relationships are to enrich your lives. But we waste. it's also what we waste. Do you get it? The prodigal son, his source of riches was from his father. Do you get it? But the Bible says that one day he said to his father, Father, give unto me the portion of goods that falleth unto me. And, not, and the father divided unto them his living. 
and not many days hence, this younger son gathered all together and took his journey to a, a, a far country and there wasted his substance on wild living. As soon as he left his father, his distraction began. As soon as he came to his father, he was rich again. Some relationships are in your life to make your life richer. If you destroy them, you are just welcoming your poverty. Or you are welcoming poverty into your life. Hallelujah. Amen. And of course, resources. And also opportunities. Resources, we all know. It's money. So when you see the money, you know that you can understand. Well, anything we talk about money, everybody understands. Also opportunities. Sometimes you have an opportunity to do something to, to, to upgrade yourself or to earn you a living. We just waste it. Oh, today I'm tired. I don't feel like going to work. That's it. You are just wasting. You are wasting the opportunity that you have. Or sometimes you even have a job and you work so poorly that it's not a blessing to have you working there. The least opportunity, they lay you off. Hallelujah. Do you get it? It's an opportunity that has been thrown away. So may you not waste these things. At least, if nothing at all, these three things, do not waste them. Hallelujah. The Bible says, having therefore opportunity, let us do good. If you have an opportunity, do good. Amen. So I told you that one of the keys you must just deploy is to block every, every, every channel of waste in your life. That's the first thing. This year, there must not be waste in your life. Block it. Anything that wasted. Malachi chapter 3 verse 11, the Bible says, I will rebuke the devourer for your sake. God was telling the people that when you pay your tithe, this is what I will do for you. One of the things I will bring into your life to bring progress into your life is to rebuke the devourer for your sake. And I said, the word rebuke is to stop the devourer or block the devourer. And the word devourer is the word spoiler. So I will stop the spoiler, the activity of the spoiler in your life. Then he goes on to say, for your sake. And he shall not destroy your fruit, the fruit of your ground. So what the spoiler does is that he destroys what you have. So this year, may you block waste. I told you, when you move around, you see people waste so many things. You go to, you see even how they use things. Like I said, you go to some houses, all the lights are on. And it's noonday. And the sun is at its brightest in noonday. Deuteronomy 28, 29, Bible says, Thou shalt go up in the dark like the blind droppet in the noonday sun. It means the noonday is the brightest part of the day. So if a blind man is in, if you are in darkness at that time, then, I mean, Charlie, your case is, your case is a case. Yeah, it's a real case. Do you get it? We waste things, waste food, waste all kinds. I don't want to go into that today. Today I'm not in the mood for that. I gave you another key. The second key, what key did I give you? I said, Jesus prayed over what he had. They said he had five loaves of bread. He took it, he blessed it, and he broke it. So he prayed over his and he multiplied it. And I said, one key you must have this year is the ability to multiply your sources of income. Income is income, what comes in. You must believe God for the grace to multiply your sources of income or multiply your income. Amen. Look for avenues to increase what you have. Jesus increased what he had till there was surplus. You too, believe God. Pray and meditate. Hallelujah. I didn't say only pray. Pray and think. Meditate means to think. 
pray and think about your life. Analyze your life. How do I increase what I have? How do? Because Jesus, he had supernatural power to multiply what he had. You also have supernatural power. You said, think. I'm always thinking, what else can I do? Even today, I was talking to people. I said, what else can we do? What else can we do to increase what we have? Even this afternoon, what else can we do to increase what we have? Somebody said, there's this investment. I said, let's investigate it. Like that. Think to multiply what you have. You are just sitting down with some 570 rands a week, so you think we have rich heaven. How do you reach heaven if the transportation to heaven, even to space, 570 rands cannot pay? How much more heaven? How much more heaven? 3,000 rands a month, you can do your hair once a while, so you say, oh, that's it. End of the road. It could be end of the road. Right now, what makes sense to you is doing your hair. It's just a matter of time. You will see that doing your hair is not enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Doing your hair. Oh, I bought new clothes to wear on Friday, so now I can look very special. So then you think that's all. With your 400 rands a week. It's not enough. I said it's not enough. Think. Think of you can do. Other things. Other avenues. Your business is working. Think of another thing you can do to add to it. it. You cannot be... Look, Bible says the crown does not endure to all generations. It means what is working now will not be working tomorrow. So if that's all you are depending on, Sasa, you wait till the government goes bankrupt. Hello? Increase, David, increase your... I said here last week, was it not last week I said that you are sitting at home, you are watching television as though you are a TV repairer. Rise up and go out there and go and work. I said, he said, there's no job. Go to downtown, buy potatoes, repackage the bag of potatoes into smaller outlets and go from shop to shop selling them. You will see by the time the day ends, you have some money in your pocket. There are people who, you know, one, do you know why they do advertisement on TV? They are one of the ways to get people to buy things is to make them see it. To make them see it. So when you see that, oh, I need it. Meanwhile, you don't. Sometimes you buy, you get to, you say, you have one at home. You have some, the same thing at home. It's like when you go to the shop with children. They see a soccer ball they want to buy. Meanwhile, they have two soccer balls at home. They've not finished playing it. They see a new, if you like, take Jude and, and, and Jude and the other Jude. To the shop now. You will see now, now. They'll say, Mommy, this boy. They'll take it and run through the whole shop. When you finish, you say, There's one, and they'll start crying. Yeah, they are seeing me. They forget. They forgot. They will, even if you tell them this, they will show you why this one they are seeing in the shop is better than the one at home. So when you show the thing to them, they show, you come and show the potatoes to the person. Then the person will realize, Today we can eat potatoes. And this one, is, it saves me from walking downtown and coming back. They will buy it. Only to get to and see that there's a bag of potatoes at home. But you are saying no jobs. Yeah. Improve yourself. I said, if, you if your income comes through your academics, improve yourself academically. You can't stay with diploma. Look, in this modern age, you can put Brazilian hair. You can't, you can't stay with diploma. Stay with diplomas. I put, oh, I'm okay. The head, if the head can carry Brazilian hair, it can do a degree. 
it can upgrade. Yep. Yeah. Even cheese cup can upgrade. How much more Brazilian hair head? Upgrade yourself. Add value to yourself. Even in the church, add value to yourself. Yeah, add value to yourself. I told you last week. I told nobody has taken me seriously, but we'll get to heaven. We'll know. I said, go online. Buy the things that are online when they are on sale. Take a picture of their original price. Do you see? They are, it's $199. Do you get it? When it's on sale, it's $134. Then you buy it on sale. Then you come and sell it to us as $199. You show us the price. When we go online, we see it's $199. We'll, we say, oh, yours? Okay, you say, you, because of you, because you sit by me during the service, $190 for you. It's a special for you. One ninety for only you. Don't tell your neighbor that I gave it to you at one ninety. That's it. Today, two more keys. I want to give you two keys quickly. The, 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 the key I want to give you, um, John chapter 6. Where is my John? Hey, John, where are you? So here is Jesus. He says, And when he lifted up his eyes, verse 5, a great company came unto him and said, And he said unto Philip, Whence shall we buy bread that these may eat? And Philip said, This is said to prove. And Philip answered, 200 penny worth of bread is not enough. It's not sufficient. Blah, blah, blah. Then, next one. One of the disciples, there's a lad with this. Then, verse 10, he says, And Jesus said, Make the man sit down. Make the man sit down. Learn to organize your expenditure and your income. Learn it. Jesus brought order. Some of us spend disorderly. Jesus said, this is our problem. Let the problem sit down so that we know whether the problem is a man or a woman. When problem is a man, it's different. When it's a woman also, it's different. Whether it's male or female, let us tell. Whether it's short or tall, let us, I mean, short people and tall are different. Short people get angry in a different way, and tall people also get angry in a different way. If, let us know what we are dealing with. Let them sit down. You, you are telling me that they are 3,000. Maybe when they sit down, you see that they are 5,000. Organize your spending. Organize your income. Which one should I start? Income or expenditure? Which one do you want? Organize your income. Hey, Pastor, I, mean, I don't get an income. I don't see how my money comes. So any money that comes into your pocket, you eat it. Or you use it. You just use it. Let me tell you, if you don't work, your income is the money that comes to you. How do you know how much you get? If you like, from, from today, even we are almost at month end, every money you get, open a time bank account. They have one of the highest interest rates. Open a time bank account. Any money you get, just put it there. Month end, whatever you have, that's your monthly income. You will withdraw it so that you can budget it and use it. Hello? You missed a good place to clap for me, but it's not anything. I said, Mr. Spa, they are saying that the reason why you can organize your income, because your income comes all together once. I'm saying you too. Since your income comes like a taxi driver, anytime the money comes, put it at time bank. Just put it there. Put the month end, 31st, it's payday. You go and redraw everything you have. That's your income for the month. Then you can budget for the coming month. Organize your income. Okay, oh, I get, there should be no income in your life that is unaccounted for. 
Write it down. Organize it. Even if you can't go to time bank and put the money under your bed, just make sure your brother doesn't steal it. Month end, you open it. You don't know what you will get tomorrow. You got some money to you have started blowing it like the world is ending tonight. Organize your income. I get this from here. I get that from here. I get this from here. When I put it all together, this is what it comes to. Organize it. Then you know what you have. I get this from Nasfas. I get this from my mother. I have this uncle in Joburg. He really likes me. He also sends me this. You put it all together. Then it's your monthly income. You can pay your tithe. You can put away your savings. You can, I do this, I do. Organize. Yeah. And organize your spending. Whatever you spend, organize. Just let them sit down so that we know how to share the food. It's not that we start, we give this person four. Then we give this, by the time we get to the back there, it's, it's, have you not gone for programs that they start serving the food? Then when they start, people are getting chunk portions. It's like it's Christmas. Then after a while, you see people are getting slim fish. Then after a while, people are getting the head of the fish. If you are at the back, you get the eyes. If you don't take your time, you get the nails, the nails of the fish. Yeah, then the people who went, they can't finish their food, but the people at the back, funerals especially, go for funerals, those who go first. So I've been to funerals that we were at the cemetery burying the person. As soon as we finish, you see people start racing to the house. Yeah, people start racing to the house. At that time, I didn't know how to drive well, so I used to drive very fast. So everybody likes to sit in my car because my car will get there first. And I didn't know, I didn't know, um, all fast drivers, is, they are fast because they don't know how to drive. That's just by the way. That's why they speed. They just want to get to the end quickly so that it's over because they don't know how to drive. Anyway, back to what I was saying. Pastor Zeus, I didn't know that the reason why people wanted to go with me was to get the food first. They were using me. Abusing me. Yeah. Some of you, your spending is like the way they serve at these funerals. Yeah, you just spend, boom, no plan. No plan. When you, you spend, like, when you are counting your money, it's as though you have been robbed. Because you can't see some money. You can't account for what is there. It's like somebody, a pickpocket has robbed you. Organize your spendings. Have a plan. Have a plan. It's not every money that comes into your pocket that is edible. Hello? It's not every money that comes into your pocket that must be eaten. You understand I say must be eaten. Eh? Not, not literally, but metaphorically. Yeah, not every money. You get small money, no, you are going to do your nails, do your hair. Some of you must stop doing your nails. The one that God gave you, just paint it like that. you have gone to do nails acrylic, super acrylic ah, gel acrylic, milk then the nails are there just long like that then you, you, meanwhile you are broke you are as broke as a mouse you just did your nails on valentine's day keep it like that, one has come off just take it as a style Paint it another color and be moving around and be moving. 
small money you got, you have not even gone to finish your school application. You are, you say, eh, please, why is Susie? Sus, Auntie Susie, please, eh, please, I want to change this, my nails. Those your nails, if somebody got it, they will bring it for their wedding. Yeah, some of you naturally have long nails. Paint it. Paint it. Yeah. And please, I want my shoe to match my dress and my hair. So I'm going to... Meanwhile, you don't have anything. Even to pay rent. The amount of faith you need to gather your rent. The amount of faith is faith of the month. You still have not paid your rent. I mean, when your phone rings, you are hoping that it's not your, the estate agent. Meanwhile, you are busy changing shoes. Changing. I saw somebody wearing a boot. I need a boot. You don't need a boot. You need flops. Just wear your flops and go on. Yeah. Don't buy things you don't need. Some of us spend on things we don't need. And, and we, we, just, we just spend anyhow. I said, when you are there, around the 10th of the month, you look like somebody who has been robbed. Like somebody whose account has been hacked. Yeah. You can't account. So, see this. Anything your eyes see, you like, buy. Anything your eyes, boom. Like, you just spend. No plan. You must have a plan when it comes to your spendings. This money does this. This money. Every money in your life must be occupied. Intentionally occupied. Yeah. There's a famous Egyptian saying that's like, don't give small money chance. It's like the money is small, so it's you'll be small, you'll be surprised how small monies make big monies. Yeah, oh, this is just hundred rands. Then you just oh yeah, let's oh pastor, but once a while we want to go out and eat something. Your going out must be planned. Hey, Pastor, but when it's spontaneous, it's nice. Let me show you how it can be planned and spontaneous at the same time. Spontaneously planned. When you budget, I say, okay, you have budgeted 500 rands for eating out or 300 rands for eating out. Then that's your budget. Then in that 300, you can be spontaneous. You can be spontaneous and eat all at once or be spontaneous and eat it five times or be spontaneous and eat it three times and be spontaneous and eat it four times. Yeah, be spontaneous. When you move here, you see ribs. You can buy. When, once you hit that 300 case close, no more eating out till the next income. I said, budget your expenditure. Budget it. Don't just spend it because it's there. At all. If you don't, you always have nothing. Always you have nothing. And it's not everything that you you want that you must get. It's not everything that you want. One of the key lessons I teach my children, I want doesn't get. One day I sat with a a parent, I mean husband and wife, and we're talking about children and this type of giving them stuff. And I said, oh, me, one of the things I realized is that we give our children everything they ask for. So they don't know how to live wanting something and not having it. We don't teach them that it's not everything you want that you get. 
So when I finish giving my elaborate speech, which you can compare to the speech of maybe um, Nelson Mandela or Nelson Mandela's own is which one? Never and never again. Shall it be that a people uh-huh. or even Tabo Mbeki's one? I'm an African. Do you get it? We are Chinese. No problem. Do you get it? Or Obama's own, yes, we can. After I gave my elaborate, poetic, and very clear speech, one of the fellow South, and of course, this one is fellow South Africans. <laughs> One of the parents said to me that, um, what about needs? Do you get it? What about, you know when you are fit talking, it's like, you don't know, you get a vibe that they want to disprove what you have, you have said. I mean, when Jesus talked about love your neighbor as yourself, love your, the Lord your God, love your neighbor, blah, blah, blah. And when he finished, one of them, one Bible said one of them being a lawyer and wanting to justify himself, asked Jesus, therefore, who therefore is my neighbor? That's the question he asked Jesus. And the mind is to justify himself. Then Jesus said, a certain man took his journey from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves. And there came a priest and he passed to the other side. And also a Jew came and he passed to And a Samaritan came. Then the Samaritan held. When he finished, he asked, who then is your neighbor? So Jesus was saying, your enemy is also your neighbor. Because the Samaritans and the Jews, they are enemies. Do you see it? Uh-huh. So that's what led Jesus to give that teaching. So it was that type of feeling. I say, you see, it's not everything. So I asked, I asked the person, you, when you, as you are growing up, is it everything you need that you have? Like right now, I'm standing, I need a new car, but I don't have it. You too, don't you have things you need that you don't have? Not even, you see, when they say needs, like, the child needs it. It's not every need that you get. And you have to live with it. That's life. It's only in heaven that we, everything we need we have. We'll have a need for nothing. Bible said there will be no need for the sun. Even the most important thing on this earth, which is the sun, there will be no need for the sun in heaven. Yeah. So I say it's not everything you need. And you have to teach the child that it's not everything you need that you get. If you don't teach, I mean, the way you are all looking at me, it's like, hey, what is this that Bishop is saying? If you don't teach the child that it's not everything that you need that you get, what the child will do is that the child will now try to classify what they want into a need. And once to them it's a need, they must get it. They must get it. Yeah. They must get it. And if they can't get it from you, they'll get it from somewhere. And when they get it from somewhere, you will see the price they have to pay for it. You will see the price. Because to them it's a need. Once you need a thing, you must get it. No matter the price. Initially, it's no matter the price to you as the parent. After a while, when you are no longer there to be the breadwinner, it's no matter the price to them. So they'll sell their soul for it. So if you say, I need iPhone 12, I got to get it. You ask you, if you don't provide it, no problem. The next day, you see her holding iPhone 12. Nine months later, you see where the iPhone 12 came from. Yeah. What, what was I saying that? Came? It's not everything you need that you must. Some needs must wait. 
Pastor, oh, Bishop, but I really need this. Which one do you need most? I went to school. I did economics in the university. They taught us something called scale of preference. And on your scale of preference, you rate the things that you need according to their level of importance. And when you do one, you, you do it at opportunity cost. You also went to school. I can feel it. Yeah. I mean, you all, not one person. I mean, the type of words you are using with me, I see that you also went to school. Yeah. The science students are learning. Yeah. Scale of preference and opportunity cost, which means everything you will get, you will get it at the expense of another thing. When you get this, you can't have this. Yeah. You have a 20-inch television. You don't need a 55-inch television at this time. It's not a need. Even if it's a need, you need a microwave more than you need a 55-inch television. In Pastor Mate, the 20 in television, the people are small. Buy a magnifying glass. It's with 10 runs at crazy store and watch it through a magnifying glass. It's only 10 runs at crazy store. I said, buy, buy one for yourself, one for your wife, one for your child, and the other child. Four, 40 runs. But when we come and we are watching Movango, everybody takes one. Then you are watching. It's like you are doing an experiment, but you are watching the thing. Yeah. And you buy, I said, buy five. One for yourself, one for your wife, one, two for your children, and one for any visitor that comes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, pastor, what if they come there in a group? They should all watch through a glass dimly. For we see through a glass dimly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you. Some of you must decide that this year I'm not buying any new shoe. I'm not buying any new shoe. I'm not buying the shoes that I have, they are working. The heels are working. I'm going to stand on them and walk and go my way. They are working. You are still buying shoes. You have not finished paying Lobola. You are still buying shoes. Hey! You need one boot for winter. One or two black and maybe another color for summer. And then on, on we go. And one takis for the rainy day. That's all. And move on. Yeah. yeah. I said, I want this to match this, to match this, this to match this, this. Look, the time will come. When your investments start bringing returns, that's where you will show us colors. You will show us colors, real colors. Real colors. This color with this color. That color with that color. That color. Know your level. You see, don't compare yourself with your neighbor. That my neighbor was wearing a Gucci shoe. His shoe was Gucci. And mine is Mr. Price. Look, Mr. Price or Gucci, you still walk in it. And it still gets you to where you are going. It still gets you to and And surprisingly, do you know that when we come, we don't see all these things? We don't see. It's you that see it. So, oh, my back is Gucci. There's a one, Louis Vuitton. Is that the one with the writings on the back? Or Burberry? No, Burberry is the one that shades. Do you know that all the guys, they don't know Burberry? When I said Burberry, they think it's one of the church members from Imbali. They don't know Burberry. From Imbali. They don't know Burberry. They are thinking, ah, which center is she in? 
Yeah. So you are here with your Burberry bag. They don't see any difference in the Burberry bag. But you feel very, very... Meanwhile, the bag is empty. And you have, you, you have empty containers of perfume, empty perfume bottles, empty lipstick, uh, um, sanitizer. Hand, it's full of hand sanitizer. As though you were a dealer. Yeah. We don't notice. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. You say which one is there, right? In Gucci, um, Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton, yes. Look, go to uh, Manchester. Do you know Manchester? You will find a bag. They have written things on JCDK, VW, Vuitton, Louis Vuitton is what? LV, eh? LV, L, all these things. When you are walking, we have to come close to see whether this is original or is fake. Yeah, go to Manchester. Do you know Manchester? Yeah, go to Manchester. Manchester, I mean Manchester, Manchester. Yeah, where United is. Go there. In the city. Go there. You will get a bag. They have written LV, LVG, LVE, <laughs> LPG, liquid petroleum gas. And you also carry it. Look, and you have to carry it with a certain swagger. Nobody, nobody will even have the confidence to look at it closely. Yeah. One day I, I was going for a dinner with a young man. And they said, um, is this black and white, um, tuxedo look, you know, James Bond look. So I saw that everybody has gone to buy. The way. So when I came, I saw them. They are all wearing the thing they are looking for. I called and I said, guys, there's a reason why James Bond is famous. There's a swagger with what you are wearing. There. There's a swagger. You must wear it with. If you wear, just, uh, you you might as well just wear a, 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 a Hare Krishna dress. You need to stand tall and have a certain, you know, genesequa about you. Then the thing can really look good on you. You see, you stand tall and bold to be counted, and you talk to people at a distance, and you look at people like that. They can't even look close. Yeah, yeah, your look is even daunting. So you hold your LPG bag with the writings on it. Do you see it? And you put it down in a way. The place that makes it look like a storage, you cross your leg in a way to cover that place. And there we go. There we go. Ah. Yeah. But you've gone, you've gone to hustle, hustle, hustle to get me when there's no food at home to eat. There's no transport for tomorrow. Organize your, hey, my time is finished. Organize your expenditure. Yeah. Don't just spend because, oh, I need, there are so many things you don't need. Last year taught us that. So many things we don't need. Yeah, we don't need. Look, I've given so many of my things away. So many. We don't, if I'm not using it, then we we don't need it. And you can survive on so little. I can wear one white shirt the whole year. You even know the difference. Yeah, the whole year, the same white shirt every Sunday. Just wearing it. Hey, please, I must change it to this. Shirt. Nobody even sees it. You do know the shirt I wore last week. You don't even remember. I can't even wear it on Sunday. You just, uh, hey, Bishop's shirt look very new. Oh, <laughs> Organize your expenditure. Whatever you have. Jesus used what he had. He organized, let the people sit down. That's why what he had could reach all of them. 
you as soon as you organize your expenditure, you even know where your waste goes. And for some of you, when money is on you, it goes away. So any money that comes on you must be spent on something that is needed. Suddenly you realize you have 500 extra, you don't really know what. Go and pay school fees. Go and pay school fees because you will pay school fees anyway. Go and pay school fees. Pay more school fees in advance. Yeah. Buy electricity. Buy more electricity. You definitely need it. Next one. I finish with this one. The next one is do not chase fantasies. Do not chase fantasies. What is a fantasy? A fantasy. A fantasy is an imagination, especially an extravagant and unrestrained idea. A mental image, especially unreal or fantastic. Look at when Jesus was faced with this situation. Look at two people brought suggestions, okay? I said this year will be pragmatic. Two people brought suggestions. Look at it. Verse, verse, verse 7 says, And Philip answered him, 200 penny worth of bread is not sufficient for them. That everyone may have a little. So this was Philip's idea. Let's buy bread for all these people. Bread. Then look at Andrew's idea. Andrew's idea is in, the, is in verse 8. And one of his disciples, Andrew Simon, said, There is a lad here. Not bread that is there. There's a lad here. Which had five loaves of, five barley loaves. And two fishes. But it's also not enough. So two people brought ideas. One said, let's go and buy. Let's go and buy 200 red. Let's go and buy bread. But even 200 will not be enough. So let's buy a lot. The other one said, there's bread here. It's small, but there's bread here. At least even we can break it small, small, small. Everybody will take it like communion. Sometimes the solution to your problem is right here. But some of you just have high ideas. Over there in a land far, far away. Many people are not really, they just have fantastic ideas, phantoms. That's where the word fantastic comes from. Fantasies. Proverbs 28, I think 19. It says, He that tilleth his ground shall have plenty, but he that followeth a vain person. Or followeth, he that tilleth his land shall have plenty of bread. But he that followeth after vain persons, which is people with fantasies, dreamers, shall have poverty enough. I, fantastic ideas that we can't even touch. You know, I'm going to put my money here, then by tomorrow, by the time we sleep and wake up, it will be twice the amount of money. Phantoms. Do you remember Phantom of the Opera? That's the one I'm talking about. Fantastic, unrealistic ideas. Sometimes I sit down with people and they talk and I can tell what they are saying. It's unrealistic. It's like chasing the wind. You are trying to catch the wind. Especially when they talk about business. I just, hey, oh, 
Wow. Very wow, very powerful. It cannot be achieved. And do you know how you know it cannot? You just give it time, you see it has still not been. It's still an idea. These five loaves of bread, they could get, as soon as he said, he says, go and bring the bread. Let the people sit down, bring that five. At least it's here now. Sometimes even when it comes to relationships, people chase fantasies. Ideas that are in the air. Unachievable, unattainable ideas. Yeah. Sometimes you see brothers, they chase girls they can't afford. You can like the brother we saw in the thing. Models. Look, the, the person you can you be with, you must be able to afford the person. Yeah. Can't afford. You look, you look. Look at her hair alone that she's wearing. You can't afford it. Then you come, so you are now a, a, a frustration to the girl. Instead of going to school, you are busy in the gym building six-pack. No, we don't eat six-pack. Instead of going to school to study, add value to it, you are busy in the gym building six-pack. Building six-pack. We don't eat six-pack. Yeah. Look, this one, don't say it to any, anybody. Most people with six-packs are broke. the time we are busy studying, you are in the gym. How would you pass your exams? How would you pass? You check and see. You like go and check. You are you. Those of you at school, check all the brothers with the six pack and see what, what their grades are. And check the brothers who are wearing glasses as big as an aquarium. You see, they are always passing. Later on, they will come and employ all of them. They will build a gym, and then those people will be training there <clears throat> and still making money for them. Phantoms, ideas. I'm going to do this. I'm going to be realistic in your imagination. Be realistic in your ideas. Be pragmatic in your ideas. Yeah, be pragmatic. But many of us are chasing, I'm going to get a job in Johannesburg. And then when I get a job in so you are getting a job here, you don't want to start with it. Start from somewhere. Every life, we all start from the ground and we go up. We go, unless you are digging a grave, that's when you start from up and you go down. But apart from that, everything, you start from down and you go gradually. Say, this job is not my level. I'll finish UKZN. What is UKZN? What is UKZN? Take away the U and see what it will become. KZN. Yeah, and we are all in KZN. Yeah. So I'll finish UKZN. You have finished UK's enter, you don't have a job. Start washing people's cars. Start washing people's cars. Start with your neighbors. So, I'm, I'm busy looking for a job, but I won't just want to do anything whilst I'm looking for a job. So, Pastor, sometimes I want to give people advice, but when I look at the people, I'm afraid, so I just keep it to myself. Because if I give the advice, if I give it now, say, eh, what do you think about me? And usually they don't tell me. They'll go somewhere, then they'll start saying it there. Eh, Bishop, he thinks that. So me too. Because I don't think, I just stay at my level. That, that's the worst question. Do you know where? Have you gotten who you are? You are a university graduate who is currently unemployed. You are looking for a job. Drive a boat. 
Whilst you are driving the boat, you keep looking for your job. That's it. Be realistic. Look, rich people, they are very realistic and pragmatical. Yeah, you, you, you see the, the flamboyance and you think that that's it. But they, practical decisions. Realistic decisions. Yeah, realistic decisions. I know a rich man, he installed solar lights in his house. Solar panel in his house. So that he doesn't pay electricity again. Yeah, once off. Realistic. Yeah, don't stop having ideas. Wow, dreams. Start from somewhere. It will grow. It will grow. It will grow. Yeah. Hello? It will grow. Stop. One day. It's nine o'clock. Stand to your feet. Let's bring the service to a close. Next week, God willing, we'll continue. Stand to your feet. Let's bring the service to a close. The earlier you stand up, maybe I'll tell you the story. So you stand to your feet. Let's bring the service to a close. No, it's nine o'clock. It's past my bedtime. Lift your hands and just pray. Next week, God willing, we'll continue. So lift your hands. Let us pray. (laughs) Just remind me we'll start from one day. (laughs) Pray for yourself right now. Say, Lord, give me the wisdom that I need to be frugal in my spendings. Help me to organize my spendings. Help me to organize my income. Help me to organize my opportunities. Help me. If you are a student, say, help me to organize my time. Your best resource is your time. Help me to organize my time. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lord, endow me with ideas that are practical. Ideas that are practical. For my advancement. For my improvement. Ideas that are practical, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Help me, Lord. Help me, O God. 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 Pray for the spirit of wisdom right now, wherever you are. Bible says wisdom is the principal thing. In all thy gettings, get understanding. Get understanding. Get understanding. Get understanding, Lord. In the name of Jesus. La palo kalema. Brando lobo sipando kaleba. Kamo sipako lebe. Branto loba. Lempo labaka. Linkaloba. Kaya nomala. Help me, O God. 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 Endow me with wisdom. Wisdom that is attainable. Wisdom that is practical. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lampado badi. Kato lamaka. Paloba. Remo si palo kalebe. Kandolo bosito limala. Rapalaba. Branto tali. Lepakoli maso kabala. Kamamama. 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 Repalobala. Rentolo bosi. Maleko mila Ratebada Kentoba Lempakoba Rebo Sipaloba Yatolobo Help us Lord as a church Oh yes Help us O Lord in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus Father thank you for everybody under the sound of my voice I pray let the spirit of wisdom rest upon each and every one of us in our lives Lord help us to deploy the skill of Jesus to be practical, to be frugal in what you have blessed us with. That what you have blessed us with will go a long way 
in the name of Jesus. That it will be profitable to us, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We give you glory. We give you help us. Not just phantoms and ideas, high sounding ideas. Help us to be abased in our understanding and in our doings. In the name of Jesus. We give you praise. We give you glory. In Jesus name. And everybody said amen. Amen. Why don't you put your hands together for the Lord. This year you will be practical. You will not chase fantasies in your spendings. You will not buy things that you cannot afford. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. You may be seated for a second. Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.